0: Delaney
1: and it's Katie and this is Classically Black Podcast
0: where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession
1: with trap beats playing in the background
0: period we back period
1: we with back at it again The regular
0: audio this week
1: yep we don't sound like we're in a tin can
0: yeah I don't know that um the audio especially from the YouTube like that I pulled from the the Yola National stuff I have to put that through GarageBand, like, so many times because it was so low. But then I realized I was on my sister's computer, which I think her, like, her actual speakers were messed up. And that's why. Because after a couple times, I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. And then I realized I was like, nah. So I I was playing other stuff on her computer, and I was like, oh, no, it's her speakers. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so. And I couldn't connect my headphones because I don't even know. As expensive as those headphones are, they... I don't know, but yeah, that's the story of last week. We back.
1: I got some little AirPods or whatever. I thought I saw you with some AirPods on. Yeah, I was trying them out. Listen, if I lose them, that's gonna be it. I'm not buying no more because I I, I opened them and they're cute or whatever. And I was like, Katie, when you lose these, you're not buying any That win. That <laughs> Cause I'm very, you know, I could be a little, so I got, I almost got scammed out of my freaking iPhone seven because T-Mobile wouldn't take it when I, when I got my new phone, which whatever, cause it has a crack. It had a, you know how like the, Oh you, oh yeah, you have the seven. It has the, you know how like the white part that goes around the phone, I had a little crack on the bottom corner, not on the phone. Mm-hmm. So T-Mobile wouldn't take it when I, when I upgraded. So I was like, okay, boom, Richard told me about upgrading. So I was like, okay, I'm finna take my iPhone seven in and upgraded so i went to the apple store which was like airport security they have like seven stations to get inside the store which cool i'm glad you're taking the virus seriously and then i get in there and a girl tried to give me 33 dollars for my phone because it had a crack and i was like ma'am 33 i was like ma'am you are not finna i was like what did you put in there to give me 33 dollars she's like the system i'm like what did you put in there she was like, well, you have a crack on it. I'm like, you you know what a crack means? A crack can mean what I have, and it could mean, like, the whole thing, like a spider web. Like, you cannot have a generic yeah. crack button. She's like, oh, let me ask him. I'm like, yeah, why don't you go do that? And then, because <laughs> <laughs> I was starting to get annoyed. It was hot in there with that mask on. She kept trying me. And she's like, okay, $133, which was still a scam. But I, at this point, I just wanted to leave. Then she was like, "Um, oh, well, you know, I have to. I have to put it on a gift card and it's only, you have to go from serial number to serial number. So I can only give you 110 for it. I'm like, just give so me where did the other because it can only go from like, if I was getting another phone or if I was getting an iPad, I know, or... but how did that lose $23? And I'm going to call, I'm going to call Apple. That's what I, I was going to do over the weekend. I'm calling Apple cause y'all, y'all going to give me my $20. You know what I'm saying? My $23 because like, what but I was at this? Right. I was in a Huh? So yeah, not twenty two ninety nine. Yeah, like after I was like, I'm gonna call Apple because little mama looked like she was just on her first day. I was in there for too long. I was like, just give me the freaking AirPods so I could leave. Or everybody gonna have to leave because
0: not everything, <laughs> not everybody. Gonna, I'm about
1: to. <laughs> okay, like listen, if you want to see a performance, I ain't talking about violas. So okay, give me my AirPods <laughs> so I could leave. But yeah, I got them. I barely use them. I don't even know what they at. Oops! Oh no, they're right here. I got them. I'm gonna get a little case for my keys. I I just see myself being the buffoon that I am, like getting off of a freaking train. They fall in betwixt. What am I gonna do? Not betwixt.
0: Wow, I almost dropped my my keys through that little space between the the plane and the thing.
1: That little space makes me panic. and
0: people behind, like people always, you know, they be in a rush to get in line. If I cannot step fully onto the plane I'm not moving up like I'm staying yeah. on this Thing like I'm not gonna yeah be- now nah, I'm halfway Now nah, I'm in the splits in the air Cause Cause, <laughs> the, thing- <laughs> Cause the thing that moved now and- <laughs> nah, I'm Nah I'm okay yeah nah I leave plenty of space between Me and that little Cause <clears throat> could you imagine the frickin- No I cannot <laughs> That would be
1: hilarious Um Oh, planes. What a concept. Planes, too. I'm not. Listen, especially air, airlines were doing that real cute social distancing thing. I'm like, yeah, girl, that's when people weren't flying. Now they are flying. So mm-hmm. people are packed on there. Mm-mm. No, yeah. ma'am. Um,
0: yeah, so news this week. Um, I shouldn't say that. Never mind. So news this week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh in case you were missing live music it's back um bravoville in vale colorado in case you're not familiar it's a it's a music festival that happens every summer in colorado um they are in session they're offering a "Quote unquote music box concert." So the music box is like it's basically like a stage, but it's like enclosed and it's pretty mm-hmm. small, um, and it's a reimagined chamber music concert experience um, that allows the audience to be socially distanced. So I saw a picture. It's like whoever you and whoever you with can sit together, and then everybody else is like. And it's outside, um, mm. but yeah, it's like that. Um, but they are. I want to see be, I'm a good. Yeah, they're hosting uh 40 plus live performances in the Music Box uh, this summer. So they are currently uh, doing that. If you're in Colorado, or if you want to hop on a plane and go over there, I, it's crazy. Like I'm really torn about this because on one hand, like my first reaction was I saw somebody tweeted they were like it's okay to cancel things, guys. But at the same time, it's like, it's real easy for me to say that when my paycheck don't depend on them yeah. having you know? So, and it's like, I, want, I don't want musicians to be out. And it's like, yeah, it looks ridiculous to us now because it's new and it's not something that we've been doing. Mm-hmm. But like, when it's I mean, we're not going to be back to what we've
1: been doing for a while. Yeah.
0: So it's like, when it's necessary and stuff, like, yeah, it's going to look kind of new and it's going to be like, every picture you see from this period of time, people got masks on. It's going to look like, wow, you know, but just like we got used to some of us got used to being in the house you don't know, get used to seeing socially distanced concerts because i know a lot of people are are doing them i forgot um what i know eastman like some of the performance classes are in person i forgot one of the frequently asked questions was will there be audiences i didn't read it because i don't plan on going back so <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, now now that i'm talking about this i'm like dang i wish i knew that they, what they were doing but
1: i mean have you spoken to your professor yet Uh -uh. Not to put your business out there, but no, no. Uh -uh. I mean,
0: girl. But I'm not the only person in my studio. Uh, not coming back. I know that.
1: Memphis trying to do a hybrid, so we're gonna see how that turns out. They got plexiglass and stuff in the freaking studios, and junk and right, girl. Covid only goes that way. I don't know what it looks like. Girl, I have no idea. I've only seen like propaganda. So, but, um, what was I finna say? Oh, yeah, I was downstairs and I was, my grandma was watching TV and I was like, you know, I don't watch TV and I saw commercials with masks on and I was like, wow, like, this is like part of, this is part of like what it is now, like, period. And I was like, dang, like, we um i did a picnic today there's a there's a rose garden in evanston so i did a picnic today with nikki my cousins and my grandmother and uh it was just kind of weird like we my grandma was like how how, how can we because she's like trying to grapple with this too she's like why aren't you why don't everybody share food i'm like well we didn't come with nikki so we're not sharing food with nikki Mm -hmm. and like nikki was six feet apart up up, okay nikki was six (laughs) Six feet feet (laughs) apart you suck (laughs) nikki was six feet apart and then me and my cousins were on a blanket and my grandma had a chair and it's just like this is what it is so i was about to say like, dang gloria nimble she's sitting on the ground <laughs> but nah gloria <laughs> was like <laughs> and it, it was gloria so she was ready to go after like two hours mm. but nope yeah, yeah what like, we
0: doing when we had my grandma like everybody who did not wasn't staying not there. Nimble, sorry <laughs> <laughs> she flexible. no i'm just
1: kidding if Gloria went on the ground she not coming back up so. <laughs>
0: right shoot that's me at this point i mean
1: Whoa. i too so um, sorry what was
0: it oh yeah when we had my grandma's thing because my grandma um had her birthday like two weeks ago by the time this comes out and um and yeah so we had like a social distance thing at her backyard um with masks and stuff in and we that's a total a thing that I totally didn't think about. Is she can't blow her birthday candles out,
1: right? You can't blow on the cake
0: now. Now, you right, all on the cake,
1: <laughs> right?
0: Imagine realizing that after.
1: Let me remember that for um, my grandma's birthday is just next Saturday. Let me remember that because you know i forget, right? Now nah, don't be eat the cake. I mean I won't be able to eat the cake anyway. Oh so. right, yeah. Because she had she actually had two cakes, so I guess everybody could eat the other one. But, but. I love cake so much. I might just make it a vegan cake. Ain't nobody going on. Sometimes if you get a good vegan cake, people are not gonna know.
0: Okay. Now they, they gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you made oh you were gonna make a cake or but I can't bake because I was about to say if you made it, they
1: gonna know. <laughs> but. Yeah. But my grandma loves carrot cake. If I got a vegan carrot cake, carrot cake is an. El- I've already talked about this. It's
0: already got carrots in it. Might as well be vegan. You said what? Said I already got carrots in it. Might as well be vegan. Yeah, except for the cream cheese part. Oh right. Oh yeah, the cream cheese. Yeah, you gotta have the cream cheese icing on there.
1: But I had you know, I had cake I had a slice of carrot cake for my birthday and it was very good. I love freaking carrot cake. It is such a good cake. And they did a good job of it. It
0: was cream cheese icing. Like tasted like cream cheese.
1: Yeah, I oh. mean the referner in Rochester does a better carrot cake, but you know, this would this I'm not in Rochester. So
0: all right, so one more news Uh
1: thingy winky. Uh.
0: Okay, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll look back. Um, I want to see who what No one could ever cite the show as a reference, unless they were talking about class. Like what? Like if you were to use it in a paper, you can't use the show, show in a research paper.
0: Oh, <laughs> like a scholarly source, uh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing scholarly about this. Well, uh, you see our, our names. going gonna be like, yes, yeah, so we'll go ahead. And, um, <laughs> the, dean the, of- <laughs> <laughs> the Dean is waiting for you. The Dean is waiting. Your expulsion yeah. letter is, the ink is drying. <laughs> Come sign. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, this next news story is about the Chelsea Music Festival. Um, it's a music festival that usually takes place in June um, in New York City. Um, it's a mixed of it's a mixture of like ticketed events, pop-ups, education events. Um, I think I have a friend that did that one time. Oh, for real? She
1: was mad stressed about it. Oh,
0: they oh, usually oh, they usually do a site-specific, cross-genre, and interdisciplinary programming. Um, their motto is here taste, see," and so they usually have a a resident composer, chef, and visual artist. Mm-hmm. I was like, come on, chef in residence. Yeah. They've they been cooking for everybody. That sound that sounds familiar. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Sound like my, my type of carrying on. Um, but of course they won't be uh doing that in person, but they're um doing a series of uh like a curated release of, of video archives from the from their ten years. Um it's not just classical, it's also some jazz too, but um it's going to be like uh, a release of video every two weeks, like to allow for, you know, like reflection and, and mm-hmm. to, like to take in uh, to that. And it's supposed to be like, like videos and performances that are, like I said, like they're interdisciplinary. So their, their, their hope is that people will um, be able to use them for like curriculum or um, creative programming ideas um, and future performance, like possibilities. So it's kind of like, to inspire Kind of the same stuff That you know Classically Black um, Inspires And stuff Well ins- Not inspires Talks about mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause we're all, I was inspired by Classically Black To, to do what? Be trifling <laughs> To uh, write a symphony I mean a concerto For orchestra And you know One of them wind up Wind up mouths That go like that Yeah That, them that teeth. The, be chattering <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's the solo is Like Classically Black. <laughs> Supposed to be Black Inspires. Um, yeah, but the first one uh started, the first one uh, launched on July thirtieth, um, which is today as we're speaking, but we'll be in the past by the time this comes out. Um but yeah, I will link that so that y'all can check that out. Um, I know some people some people assume people are in the house doing nothing, but in reality some of us are so um, Yeah, I don't but, know what people got
1: that impression from. Right. Like just because we are inside But if you if you do
0: got free time, here you go.
1: Right. Period.
0: Period. What's next? That was the intermission.
1: Okay, so it's time for the intermission. So, I'm teaching a. I I feel Delaney's gonna do me dirty, but you know we move.
0: I have no reference for what doing dirty is for this. Yeah.
1: You know, like it's kind of hard. I try to
0: think of what i don't know i don't know girl we're
1: gonna see yeah we're gonna see how this turned out but i'm teaching a summer camp at my alma mater actually in my bedroom but you know what i mean at my alma mater you are so annoying can we just get through this i'm not even doing nothing y'all y'all see me doing something Period. okay <laughs> and that's how you know and that's how you know anyway i'm teaching a, a summer camp uh, at my alma mater this, this week And my former viola teacher Was talking about how Her and her viola colleagues Were doing a viola trivia night And I was like that low key sound fun I don't know it's why it hard. sounded fun It's a whole night but, of trivia I don't know a you know, night's worth of trivia about nothing pretty much Exactly you know what's crazy um, When I was in her studio That's when she like I think she had just got married And her husband Knows a whole bunch of viola trivia Like was dusting us to impress her. That's cute to me. That's the, You could never impress me with your trivia. I'd be like, dang, I'm embarrassed. But <laughs> but she too knows stuff. So oh, yeah, she also knows stuff. But I don't know anything. As y'all probably will see. So I was like. Oh, we finna do that today. So, I've, I have five trivia questions for Delaney about the bass. I learned a whole bunch about the bass. I said, oh. Oh, gosh. That, that scares me. <laughs> and <laughs> no, not a whole bunch. I'm over here talking. But I learned. I knew nothing. So, now I know stuff. So, that's a whole bunch in relation. I have five trivia questions about the bass for Delaney. And she has five trivia questions about the viola for me and we gonna see who wins Delaney, y'all don't know this but Delaney has a history of just doing me dirty um on the lost episode listen Delaney, it is what it is i had a just reaction to how you know but you know we want to talk about old we, we ain't got to talk about old stuff but um okay who would you like to go first would you like me to go first we're doing all five at once and then switching what do you want to do
0: yeah, that's us do all five because then it'll be like, you know how we did like a like a back and forth. Let's see who got the, the high score or whatever.
1: Okay. So we're doing all five at once. Mm-hmm. So who's who's guessing first?
0: Okay, you can guess first. Okay. Okay.
1: Let's start with one. I don't know. I, I have
0: no reference for whether or not they Yeah, easy. but I'm still
1: nervous, girl. No
0: reference. This one seems reasonable, though. Okay, what is the average size viola? To who? I listen. I saw the the first time I saw this question when I was looking up stuff about the viola. I did not write it down because I was like, I feel like you can't. How do you know that? Like, but then I saw it in a separate place. So I was like, I'm gonna just write it down.
1: I mean, the average time I would say a 14 inch or a 15 inch. Average time. What does that even freaking of, mean? A viola, like a,
0: like an adult viola,
1: like so now well, like si- maybe 16 inches. Okay, period. Oh, okay. I'm doing a good uh, right. a Let me know what. Let me show you this question. One.
0: You out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just okay. Kidding. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Okay. Let's see. Oh. Who founded the International Viola Con- uh, is this Congress?
1: Yeah. Let me see. Who founded the International Viola Congress? Okay. Can I? Can. Okay. Is it a famous violist? I don't know.
0: <laughs> How many famous violists do I know?
1: How many guesses do I get? One. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> we really should put a timer on. Five. Uh-uh, four. Stop. No. I'm just <laughs> okay. I'm going okay, this is probably wrong, but like. I'm gonna say Primrose, even though I know it wasn't him. Dang, mm-hmm. I wanna know. Fuchs. Mm-hmm. Who is it? I wait, hold on let me double check it wasn't him <laughs> Nah Primo's is doing some stuff in Utah, No no no, no so. not
0: not him but I'm saying The person I think it is I mean not I think that I looked up <laughs> Oh yeah yeah it is him Franz Zayringer.
1: Oh girl I don't even know who he is <laughs> I don't know I might be mad about that Who Franz Zeyringer Um Oh good sis I'm cool with that I have never heard that man's name In my life now watching me some world renowned violas that also invented the atom and now I'm looking dumb. Not the
0: atom. <laughs> um, okay. What's the next one? So two. Oh, one for two? Okay. About, no, because I was I was about to say two for two and I was like, what? <laughs> um, okay. Where is the Primrose International Viola Archive housed?
1: Oh, Utah. I yes, I like City, right? Nope. But um, <laughs> okay, please. Provo. Is it Provo? Yes,
0: it's Provo. <laughs> um, I to- did what, what? I actually wrote down the university. So, no, I'm just kidding. I I wrote down the university and the city because I was like, oh, she might know the city, but not the university. So, mm. yeah, it's yeah. Br- Brigham Young University.
1: But yeah, okay. Oh, 30 30. Okay, hey, KK, okay. period. Okay. I do not mm-hmm. care about that Zangerberg or Zuckerberg because you asked me, what's his name? Franz, who? Zayringer Oh, um, okay. Not Zuckerberg. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> who is the current American Viola Society president? Okay, we just got a new president. So that's going to be uh, Hillary. Um, what's her name? Hillary. She teaches at Knoxville. <laughs> hey, Hillary, she teaches at Knoxville? That's a long last <laughs> okay. name. Okay. <laughs> Hillary. Hillary. What is her last name? Don't tell me. Do not tell me. Do not tell me. Hillary Herndon She used to go to She studied with Mr. Taylor At Eastman Period Come Oh I'm good I did not ask you Stuff like this My Wait. stuff is not as interesting Okay go ahead What that are was you, four you, right
0: So you got three out of four So far Uh huh You last did good. good
1: Like yours are way more Interesting than mine
0: I can't be how many strings Are on the beat.
1: <laughs> Cause like you like You did more stuff Like about the viola I just was like About the bass This is the bass What about you? Anyway
0: no. Okay last one um, the album okay uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> let's just move on so the okay. bass no oh. okay so the <laughs> album night strings music for viola and guitar features which violas
1: wait you're not gonna do this not miss taylor right? no Is it's it? not let's stop Night
0: Strings, music for viola and guitar. Oh, it is, Mr. Taylor. <laughs> yeah, it
1: is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why that sounds so familiar? <laughs> okay, you playing this back for him when I guess Primrose. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's oh, going to so um, be trifling. It's going to be trifling she get that wrong. Now. <laughs> and you did it on purpose. What if I got that wrong?
0: Bro, I was like, I nah, for- she going to um, know. But also, because i remember JB definitely has an album and do i know
1: what the name of it is
0: probably not i don't know the name of it i know the album art
1: yeah i did um he didn't talk to me about that but i remember him doing some guitar work Mm-mm. okay 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 mine are not as fun oh jealous okay you did good okay Here we go.
0: Fucking <laughs> embarrass myself.
1: The earliest illustration in history of the string bass dates to 1516. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me when. I was like, are you kidding? Uh, no. <laughs> and it's generally regarded as the only modern descendant of the viola, good, the gamba family of instruments. Tell me two of the three ways the modern bass is similar to a viola. Girl, what the heck? Okay, so one of them is the
0: um the shoulders. Okay. If you see, like, on the bass. Okay, if, if, okay. If, okay. If you look closely on the bass, I know some people don't know, but if you look closely on the bass, the shoulders are sloped and not, like, how a violin, viola, or cello are. Um, what's another one? I mean, not all basses have gamba corners. Mine doesn't. So I don't know if that is one of them, because not all basses
1: have them, but...
0: God, I don't know the other ones. Those I'm gonna give you that one because it's
1: really supposed to be one answer. But the other two, there's three ways uh, allegedly. I don't play bass. The <laughs> flat angle. Now, now, just Connie's is like, well, actually, there's seven ways. Right. I'm sorry, I don't play bass. Um, the flat angled back. Mm, but that's and okay. Huh? You, can, you can. But that's an, that, no, no. That's another thing that it's like I don't think
0: all. Like I have a flat back base, mm-hmm. and then some bases have the where it's flat, and then there's an angle, and then some
1: have a rounded backs. Oh, okay, so it depends. Mm. And then machine head tuning rather than a the friction than friction wooden pegs. Oh
0: yeah, I think ground. But that's like in case people don't know, the violin corners are the loop. the pointy ones, and the gamba corners are the ones that go.
1: Like oh that. Yeah. yeah, and y'all do have that different peg box because we. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, modern fretless bass players would be surprised to know that players used to wrap this around their fingerboards to create frets. I have no idea. Guts.
0: Oh, I thought
1: see, I was gonna say that, but I was like, nah, oh, it's gut strings, it's like what? But whatever. Okay. I need some frets. I'm gonna give me some on my. <laughs> <laughs> right, you win that, that audition. It's my Freddie Viola. Right, period. You like it? Her name's Dottie. Okay. In general, there are two major approaches to the design outline shape of the double bass. These being the violin form and the viol or gamba form. There is also this third, less common design.
0: I don't know why Katie thought I was a Luthier. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. It's called Bussetto. Sound Italian to me. Okay. One for three. You play.
1: <laughs> you play German bow Delaney tell me another name for the German bow what the heck i sorry i thought that was a nice one because like you you German another name for it also it's also referred to as this like the actual bow or like the bow hold I think the bow the bow. oof i don't know but the butler bow. I've never heard of that. <laughs> You've never heard that? No. Okay. Dang. Somebody got to come defend you because I'm I feel like my questions are not as You said what? No, <laughs> I, I feel like my walks. questions. Someone have to come correct me because I feel like your questions were way more cuter than mine. Okay, last one. They, they were cute because you got it right. This is ugly. <laughs> and No, nah, but they were more well rounded than mine. Okay, this last one. This well known bass player and composer convinced Beethoven to write harder, more interesting bass parts. i trying to think who was alive
0: around Beethoven's. Oh, I'm gonna embarrass myself if I don't get this. Part. I'm embarrassed myself,
1: Katie.
0: Why you do this to me?
1: Okay, I'm gonna give you a hint, just because like I feel bad because these questions are kind of booty, but um, he wrote a concerto. I know, and I have two in mind. Is it Dittersdorf? No. Is it Dragonetti? Yeah. See,
0: and the reason why you. Dragonetti was actually the first person that came to mind, but then when you said he wrote a concerto, I switched because Dragonetti actually didn't write that concerto. It's just named oh, after him. See, I don't know. See, I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know all they did. Like, come on, bro. So I was like, nah, it's still a story. And then I didn't really want to embarrass myself because now Dragonetti actually. He was actually born in
1: 1682 and he never even. See. We still around too. We should do round let's let's do round two next week so I can have better questions.
0: I got dog walked.
1: Uh, am I gonna come up with five more of the other
0: questions? Though? That's the thing because I
1: was kind of struggling with this because the, my first question was not. I was like, you know, I can find a better thing, and I was like, it's seven thirty, so
0: I scraped that together. But what
1: gonna say? I mean, we don't have to do. We could do a round two in a couple weeks. Then okay.
0: Well, we should hit it with you <laughs> because
1: that was depressing. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Dang, I feel bad for that. La- I feel bad for that last one. The button, I, I feel like you would have just that. guessed I've it. Never
0: heard that before.
1: But you know what? Now every bass player line was like, "What you talking about? No butler? Ain't no thing called no butler bowl. I mean, I'm sure it's thing, but I'm gonna see
0: because when I said bow or bow hold, I thought you were referring to like I don't know, like the underhand type
1: of. Oh yeah, German slash butler style. Hmm.
0: I looked it up and it's a bunch of people in Texas bowing like butlers. <laughs>
1: I think it's the actual the actual bow.
0: Yeah.
1: Well. Right, well. Oh yeah. German slash butler
0: style. Period. Learn something new every day. <laughs> and in my case, learn four new things every day. Okay, so that's <laughs> one. <more.
2: laughs>
0: All right y'all, we have a guest with us this week. Um <laughs> Um, this week we're talking to alex garcia me and alex we went to high school together and we also were in the same youth orchestra so that's how we know each other um and we're talking about rap and rap techniques and kind of the, the relation to classical music um because like i said alex and i went to high school together um and it was an arts high school and she's classically trained and now she's a rapper so um we're going to kind of start with your classical music journey like how did you get into playing classical music Alex
2: So um basically the program Yola go to Los Angeles I uh, lived really I live really close to where they were having the rehearsals so uh, I think we just sent out like mail to the surrounding areas and my mom got a letter and she signed me and my sister up and went through that whole little process that they do. I, I didn't I had never played an um, instrument before. So we did like a, this like intro to music kind of like three month thing where they teach you the basic music and you learn like recorder and how to read notes and stuff. And then at the end, you know, they did like a petting zoo and you just kind of chose what you wanted to do. And I just chose to play trumpet because I was good at it and started there. <laughs> and then I uh, was in YOLA for about Eight years. I started when I was 11, so like, or seven or eight years, 10 or 11. Uh, graduated from the program, then stopped playing a little bit and started up again. I'm in college now. I'm going to CSUN for trumpet performance. Uh, so, yeah, I think I'm kind of more geared not towards like orchestra, although that would be great to be in an orchestra one time in my life, <clears throat> but I'm doing more like studio. Like, I want to play on movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, like in terms of my instrumental like journey and how that's going and where where I want that to go, I I want to play movie music with that.
0: <clears throat> so don't say we get accused of doing too too much stuff that's like related to strings because we're both string players. So yeah. here,
1: Brian, here, I want to hear nothing else from nobody. <laughs> here we go, Trumpeter. Okay, <laughs> valves <laughs> and all. We got all of that over here. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so can you tell us a little bit about how you got into rap Because that's what Definitely. I'm curious about I mean, did it start off like as a hobby or something? Or like you just woke up in my uh, life?
2: It just really started off like stupid Like fun with my friends Like in the back Like I didn't had nothing to do I was not doing nothing with my life I was really just like hanging out It was, I took, a, I call it my fuck off here Like I just took a year in between In between just like finishing school Like high school and then just not knowing what to do, I just kind of really just did the most for a year. So I just kind of started writing music then and I didn't really pursue it too seriously. And then I started going to college and then, you know, like, I don't know, I just, it was always there. So it's just like, you know, it's been there. I haven't really pursued it too seriously. And so I was like, hey, i might fuck it, might as well. So mm-hmm. I did it and then I released a song and people liked it. It was like, I got a good reaction. So I kept going with it, you know, so it's cool. I've been in the studio a bunch of times. I've performed a couple of times, so it feels good. I, I like it. I wouldn't say it's, like, my main thing right now, but it could be, you know. Oh, okay, you're
1: going to have to run that back for me, because the last time I wrote a rap was in the seventh grade. We had to write a rap about the quadratic equation. It <laughs> went terribly. So you're going to have to, like, just
2: <laughs> run it
1: back for me about, like, how you did that. Like, you just started rapping? Like, nah, run that back. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, we just, the homies, well, my homies were rapping at the time, and, like, they had released songs and stuff, and, like, you know, you you hear good music, and then you hear, like, music that's just not it, you know, (laughs) that just wasn't it. (laughs) <laughs> so I was just like y'all this ain't it like y'all need to you could this could be so much better you know mm-hmm. and so I started kind of helping them with their music and writing the music for them and they would have come up with an idea and then I'd be like all right now try it this way and do it this way and it actually was with uh yeah a couple of our friends from Yola. uh but yeah so I started really started getting into them with them and uh they were it just kind of started from there. I never really wanted to do it, like, myself. Not that I didn't want to, but it was really just a fun thing. Like, I, you know, like, these people, they're already serious about it. I'm not trying to, like, jump on their train, you know, and mm-hmm. whatever. because it wasn't what I was really doing. I didn't know what I was doing, so, mm-hmm. you know. But now it's more like I'm kind of more focused and I kind of know what kind of path I want to go in my life and stuff. So it's, like, it's definitely an option. and something that I'm, I would love to see, like, go off go crazy i mean keep doing it so wait so what
1: type of stuff do you rap about,
2: like,
1: I you rap just, about
2: give us a rap give us like a background uh i mean i kind of basically just rap about i rap about getting money i rap about stuff that i've been through i rap about uh-huh. you know just like you know stuff that really stuff that i've been through like my main song epitome is just like you know, I used to, my mom used to really want me out. And I just talk about that. I talk about my, a little bit about my religious upbringing. And like, I always kind of had to break away from that, you know, but not break away from my relationship with, you know, the, the Most High and stuff like that. And I just kind of, it's, it's not like I say it in like a long song, but it's, it's I know it's there and that's what, the, you know, it's really just what I've been through and stuff. And then about making money because that's really all I'm trying to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not, we are, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so can you talk to us about like how, if at all, classical music, like your, your classical music training, has influenced the way that you rap or your approach, or like, are they at all connected for you?
2: Um, it definitely does. It does way more than I than like I know, and especially like a lot of these people out here in the music industry don't know what the hell, nothing about music nothing. <laughs> I'm nothing. Just doing it because it sounds good. Like you know, on 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 the programs, they don't have flats, so it'll be like A sharp, B, C, C sharp. They don't have flats, so if you're like, oh, give me a B flat chord. They like, what is B flat? It doesn't exist, it's only B sharp. I'm like A A sharp, you know? Like I gotta remember that y'all don't really know what's going on. So I think about that and sometimes I overthink my raps and I overthink my songs to where I go back and I'm like, no, nah, that's not, that's not right, that's not right. And I've kind of figured out a little more that that's not what these people in the industry do because they don't know any better, so they put it out because it sounds good and because the majority of the people don't know any better, it sounds good to everybody. And I go back and I'm super nitpicky about it and I'm just like, all right, screw it. I'd like throw it away. Even though it could have potentially been a big song, good song had I not like, been so perfectionist about it because of my background Mm -hmm. in music and stuff. So i noticed that, you know, and uh, with like, rapping itself and like getting long phrases out, it definitely helps being a brass player. (laughs) We're about to talk about that in just a second. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it definitely helps, it helps so much. I like, um, with the breathing techniques and like being able to like sustain the long breaths, it helps me actually be able to, like, spit my whole bar and one take on the mic instead of having to cut in and cut out. I personally think you can, even on a really greatly mixed, like, it's probably really hard to hear, but you can hear when an artist is cutting in and out on their verse because they can't make it all the way through.
1: Okay, so I'm about to play you. You probably already know this song. This is when I'm listening. I I listen to music, like, because I'm a classic musician, people say, like, oh, that song is old, and I'll be like, but do you know that the Uh rock the Bach preludes <laughs> were written when? Like, that doesn't mean anything to me. Oh, wow. um, this is Blessings by Big Sean. I'm going to play his opening verse, and you're going to tell me what he did, because we already you already segued perfectly into this idea. Like, people think rap is, uh, not not everybody, hopefully, but a lot of people think that rap is, like, not real music, mm-hmm. but like, the thing that they hold as the holy grail of classical music, like, there is so much in common, one of them is best support. I'm going to play this opening bar, this opening bar, you hear me, this opening phrase. <laughs> 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 Whatever verse uh, from Blessings by Big Sean, and I want you to tell me how he did this because when I rap along with this, I always lose breath. Like always, it's about a minute, it's a little bit long, but it's okay.
3: I feel blue. 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 Uh, look. Straight up. Look, I live the life I deserve. Bless. Fuck a vacation, I feel better at work. Funny thing about talking behind my back Is that it just keep coming back to me Nigga was off for a second, now it's back to me Nigga, you mad at me This ain't what I want, man This what it had to be This is that late not working after three, man This is why my ogre was mad at me This why I'm your majesty, man The click is the tightest The pussy the tightest The drinks are the coldest The future the brightest The feet not divided The love is divided And I just got it Thank God that we got it I'm like,
1: how you do that? Like, I'm in the car, I'm like oh. <gasps> <laughs> So, I mean, break that down for me, Alex. Break that down for me.
2: <laughs> so, like, okay, so I'm not, like, I'm not an engineer nothing, but I would say that, that, I mean, you could definitely have that, have it sound like no break to the best of your ability if you record. And then, like, let's say so he records up to the part where he loses breath, you know? Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll cut off of where he lost breath, but he'll they'll stop there. But he'll start recording before where he cut off. So he's on the same vibe, you know, and it's just, like, mm-hmm. They'll blend it so that it's just like right there. <laughs> if they cut off in the next track, it's going. He's saying the same thing. It's on the same vibe tone because he already caught it. He's already singing it. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is cut it off right there. So that's a trick for doing that. Some people are just truly talented and blessed, though. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that is hard. <laughs> so,
1: so knowing, I don't know a lot about Big Sean's cata- catalog. However, like if you were to guess, I mean, like he's Big Sean. You know, what I'm saying he has lots of money. He has good people. Do you think he rapped that in one take?
2: Uh, You know, I have heard a good amount of Big Sean stuff, and he does rap like that. I never met him to say that he doesn't, so I just like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm.
3: He's an older OG
2: rapper, so probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you came at me with any new, even with some of these new rappers rapping like that really far, fast, and I'd be like, no, for sure, they're on top. <laughs> you know, for sure, no, they ain't got the lungs for that. No, for sure, no. But like, <laughs> Like uh, I I I don't think I I don't doubt that he did that. Like I don't doubt that he did that. It is really really hard, and I'm pretty sure when he got the take he got the take. And you can hear at the end if you really hear he took a breath right before the last couple of words. Mm -hmm. If you hear if you really like I was trying to listen for that like where he was gonna take a breath. He took a breath right before the last couple of words, and it kind of it kind of like it kind of felt like he was at his wit's end. So he didn't make the whole thing, but he but the breath would probably smooth enough to where he just needed it for those last couple of words. Mm -hmm. So I don't doubt that he did it in the whole thing.
0: Let me find out he's circular breathing over there. Right. Like
1: (laughs) (laughs) how do how do rappers you come into contact with, like, how do you guys practice stuff? Because like you're you're a trumpeter. So it's like, oh yeah, you just you know what I'm saying? But like (laughs) like
2: (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's no ha-ha-ha even with Trump <laughs> Listen, I, <laughs> you to drag me, Alex. You know, I'm, I'm I, play, play, I play the viola. You had to drag me. You should look it up, actually. Uh, not a lot of people do, but it's just two player players came up with this thing called the breathing gym, and it's not just good for brass players; it's good for everyone because it helps your breathing, but it's a bunch of different breathing exercises where, like, you breathe, um, you breathe in, and then you go out, and stuff, but so you move your body, and you just get into it, and it's, like, holding in for four, out for four, in for eight, out for two, you know, stuff like that, you know, uh, but, um, for rappers, honestly, the rappers that have, the, the crowd that I've been around, because I'm not famous, and I've been, you know, I have, I've been around some people, like, some celebrities, I'd say, that are, like, from LA, and, like, you know, like, Uh, Influencers rather, not even celebrities. I'll say influencers. I've been around a good amount. And the ones I've been around, a lot of them do, a lot of the ones that have like the most clout at least, they do like takes. So like they'll like, some of them write their music, some of them will just literally do it on the spot, you know? Or they'll like um, write the song the day of the the book, like an eight hour studio session, which to me is stupid, I'm not rich. But, like, they'll book, look like, an eight-hour studio session and go through, like, beats and then write a song. And they maybe produce, like, two two songs out of those eight hours because, you know, they're writing it and they're doing all this stuff. So they practice it there. They just do it there. That's then they, like, they just take the raw edit, get it mixed somewhere else. And that's how they do that. I personally write my songs, like, days before I'll wait till I have at least like four songs to record before I go to the studio but again that's because I'm not rich so <laughs> <clears throat> yeah
0: that kind of engineering where you you know you pick up where you left off or whatever that's what I need for these audition tapes
1: right like they really want us to do stuff in one take <laughs> like, you know,
0: like who really care I played it all so <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> right we can start a petition that's what we need to do yeah I'm, I'm, i am curious how that transfers to like like in-person performances or like live performance i mean not that, that matters right now but <laughs> i'm just saying like when you go see you go see drake and you find out he he sounds like he is on a respirator you know what i'm saying like because he, he <laughs> yeah. you know like i would be disappointed i'd be
2: like dang right 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 so like i mean that that's already like a thing like but i feel like the especially you know like they they her, you know to know why I think Rihanna ain't dropped that album? Ooh. Because she ain't she can't do it no more. Because <laughs> she, she can't do it no more like she used to. Think about it. She was like 16, 17 when she started. She didn't really she ain't really take no voice less taking care of that voice. What what like what maybe she's trying to preserve it as, like she can now, but they they overuse Rihanna. She was so, 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 oh, strong, yeah. So, so. And She probably wasn't properly taking care of her voice. So she doesn't, you know, she, she went out with a bang. That's how I feel, you know, like, and other singers like that, it probably, it's similar. Like they overuse their voices, they're overused their things, mm-hmm. And at these shows, like you can't, it's really hard to not run out of the breath. Like I've done a show and I've only been on the set for like 15 minutes. And after I finished like two songs, I'm like, fuck, like, oh, damn, like, yeah, I, I I've imagine. done this before, but it's different when you're on the stage. You got all mm-hmm. looking at you, it's extra and like, you can't not perform especially when you're getting paid all this money you can't not perform Mm -hmm. you gotta find different ways to use up the stage and not not have to perform so much so when it comes to like artists like i feel like j cole and kendrick and like these artists who have these like very very lyrical songs and they go on tour and stuff i feel like they go on tour as often as they do so that they can that's a lot of energy this mm-hmm. back to back singing all these songs that have like these like bars for days and they're like eight minute songs, six minute songs and they gotta go back every day, every day. That's a lot you know mm-hmm. people don't really think about it until they're there and they do it. Yeah. And then, like, hey, this is so much on my body this is so much on my voice or, this is all this and it's it's really hard to do that stuff mm-hmm. like to go up there and, and rap in front of a crowd on a mic and not lose your voice you know and then you're getting paid to do it so it's not like you can be like ah, alright I need to take a break no you can't <laughs> you gotta <laughs> you keep going so <laughs> this hey, is man I hope she's
1: not injured because I think that something like that happened to SZA I don't, I don't think,
2: think she's injured I think that she just wants to preserve her voice you know yeah. like or that like she, that's a lot. You know, she's getting older now. I'm not saying she's old, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. She did a lot of touring when she was younger. She put a, she produced a good amount of albums. I, she was on a lot of features. She was on every magazine. You know, she was everywhere. And she's still doing her thing with her fancy. So I feel like that she's just content with where she's been with the music at least and if she just think about it she has to do a whole another tour you know like whole another yeah. album she gotta do all this stuff that's a lot of energy you know for a woman that's already like one of the most paid women in the world I think mm-hmm. she needs it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. she, like fancy beauty it's, like, like, it's not like on her like oh well, all right whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> you Well know?
1: Yeah, Rihanna just running her business. She got Fenty Beauty. Oh, no, she broke up with the dude from Toyota. Was it Toyota?
2: But doesn't she still have Fenty, though?
1: No, she does, but remember she was dating that, like, Billy oh, yeah. from... Oh,
2: yeah. She
1: yeah, minding her I heard. Yeah. Good for her. I need to get on that energy.
2: <laughs> she's just, like, I'm living my life. That's what I feel. Like, I have... The only reason I say that is because I have this friend and she's, like, she idolizes Rihanna. I mean, she's seen every single one of... Like every single YouTube live Rihanna anything that's of Rihanna she's seen it and like she's so upset that Rihanna don't drop the album <laughs> like, <every laughs> day, like you know what I'm still so upset about Rihanna not dropping the album. I think every two weeks she tweets something about Rihanna not dropping her album. I always try to tell her like you know think about it. She's older now she's been she did it you know like yeah. you don't want her out here like Mariah Carey <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. We'll all see how she doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Brianna probably
1: got her mm. own name muted on tu- on, on Twitter. And <laughs> Album
2: Twitter. muted. No yep. two words. <laughs> 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 she wanna hear nothing.
1: <laughs>
0: um okay, so can you talk to us about there's some other rap techniques you wanna talk about like rapping around the beat or like riding the beat that that sort of thing like we're not talking about I know people I know people say you know a lot about Blueface because he, like he wrapped off beat and stuff that's
1: off that's not even behind the beat Delay this- me. he be on another song
2: <laughs> you know what you know what no okay, no you see. not fit do this Alex you're out number a, a, you? it's so bad the it's fuck? not though it's not though <laughs> It's not. Look, let me tell you, and you want it's not because people first of all, Easy E. If you're gonna say Blueface bad, you're gonna say Easy E is bad. You gonna say that Dr. Dre was bad. Because that's how the West Coast rappers been rapping. That's how we been rapping. Uh-uh, because you know, know what? You know who did not sound like that? Nipsey don't sound like that. Okay, that's Nipsey and then some of his songs he do, but it's not the main songs you If you listen to his Slossen mixtape that is one of his first mixtapes, Slosson boy, listen to all them songs. They really it's just like it's it's not it's not off beat it's just we trying to say what we got to say and we got to say it in this little bit of time and we ain't got enough time so we gonna catch the beat after <laughs> yes. blue face
1: sound like remember that seventh the math project i was telling you about that's what he sound like but every
2: song is is a banger every note can't be a
1: quintuplet. <laughs>
2: But every song could be a banger. <laughs> Alex! <laughs> right,
1: I'm on numbering. I'm
2: on numbering. Number. It's just like, it's off It's off beat. Trust me, I didn't like it when I first heard it too. But it's like, first of all, I'm out here and like that's what my friends listen to. We listen to that type of music, so I keep hearing it and I'm like, alright, why he getting off though? Like, okay. Alright, alright. And he just keeps listening to his other songs. It's like, He don't try and make music to impress me lyrically. He's just trying to make money off the music and make like you know, like he's trying to make party music and he does does great. Like you know, that's his main goal and that's what he does.
1: I can respect that because that's basically all Cardi B does. Like she, she is very vocal. She don't care who wrote the song. She cares about making money and having fun.
2: Cardi B, like, like he said it so many times. I was not trying to be a rapper. I did this shit. Just because I did it, like, I'm just doing it. And he's a millionaire, like, you know, like, I don't care what nobody say. And I went to Rolling Loud. The thing that solidified me of being a fan of Blueface, yes, I'm a fan of Blueface. The thing that solidified it is when we went to Rolling Loud, I'm telling you, nobody, I mean, nobody, not even the headliners, packed out that thing like he did and had it jumping like he did. Nobody. Nobody had it packed like he did. Nobody had jumping. I mean, he had every single person at one stage. Like there wasn't he, he wasn't even a headliner he was like one of the he had a I think it's seven seven o'clock he was before like pop smoke and he was before like yg and all these and nobody popped like packed it out like him so on top of him like already just being confident in how he raps and selling it he's a great 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 performer I mean he's a great performer and I can say that because I've been to his concert. Like and I've been to functions before he got hot like he would go to under club, underground functions and I seen him a couple of times even there and he was a great performer. This is before he was famous, you know, like way before he was famous about a year or so before he was famous. He was performing at like functions and I seen him a couple of times. He was a great performer. I mean, he just is so I think he's <laughs> Where are, are you from? Are you from the where are you from?
1: I'm from Chicago,
2: so well, there you go. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like explain to me how Chicago drill is good. Chicago, Wait, is good. how do we get? How do we get here? We, I'm just saying the like,
1: Chicago style is unmatched. It just is. I, I can, can see pop smoke is good. Pop smoke is good or whatever, but the Chicago Chicago style is like unmatched.
2: Yeah, but I've been listening, and my friend tried to put me on a, that drill, and I'm just like, ugh, what is going on? We
1: just, you know what, you know what, Alex, I'm going to let you have your little blue face, because...
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it is, like, I just don't, I just think that music sounds so bad to you, because that music sounds so bad to us.
1: But I'm just trying to think, I mean, okay, I'm going to go back and listen, so I, I am not beyond reproach, I will go and listen.
2: He has gotten better. He has gotten Dude, better though.
1: stuff because like Nipsey just the vibes. Okay, you can't tell me Blueface ain't got nothing to improve. Like we can't get anything on the beat. I just better. feel he like
2: he could get better. I'm not saying he ain't got nothing to improve, and he definitely has gotten better. Like definitely like he definitely has gotten better, but I feel like if he changed, then he would lose what he, what sells him. All publicity is publicity period. And, you know, like, what, what his making him money is that he raps off beat. But the fact that he raps off beat keeps Pete's name in people's mouth, which keeps people looking him up, which putting money in his pocket. So if he, change, he changes, he has to change his whole marketing view. It's more than just the rapping with him because he's really in it just for the money.
1: Alex, ain't, there has not been not one gig that I play out of tune and people are like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring Katie back. You
2: know, he's different because we're instrumentalists. That's what I'm saying. Like, these rappers can do better. it. We can't.
1: Shut up, Delaney, because I know what you say without
2: For you no even saying. For some reason, we go to college and we learn all this shit and get put through hell, and we just got to go through the rules, and they ain't got to do no rules. I don't know why. I think that's why I'm just like, fuck it.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm going to build my brand on that, playing out of tune. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to
1: build my brand on Russian. I already do it so well. I might as well just keep on. Like, I go really, really fast, and you can't stop me. I'm I'm the I'm the road running violist. You know what? Period. <laughs> Period. I got me a little brand now. Okay. Um, I want to talk about really quickly. Um, I have a a smaller example. Um, you know that game that that game. You hear me? That song by the game called One Hundred.
2: Uh, I think I heard it.
1: It's an older song. Um. And he was talking about how, it's, he, it's featuring Drake, and he was talking about how people wanted to kill Drake when he came on the scene, and the game was like, nah. And then Drake was like, just keep 100 with me, and da 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 Here we go. This is an excerpt from, Drake does that sing song and stuff. It just depends on what Drake you get in. Like, is it Jamaican Drake? Is it singing Drake? Whoa. I feel like he, he was just in Dominican Republic. Is it Dominican Republic Drake? No, I'm sorry. He was in, where's Rihanna from? Barbados. Barbados Okay this is uh, 100 featuring Drake And you'll hear what I'm talking about
3: Me later Thanks for nothing Thanks for bluffing Thank you so so much For wearing your true colors To every single fucking function And niggas tell me in my face How we were family and How they loved me Why they were skimming off the budget Now when I see them They're the ones that's acting funny People been reaching out to me And I'm on some straight on shit i would have so many friends if i didn't have money respect and accomplishments i would have so many friends if i held back the truth and i just gave out compliments i would have all of your fans if i didn't go pop and i stayed on some conscious shit i would have so many more friends if i lost my success and my confidence I'm in the club every time that they play the competition. If they even play the competition, then I've seen the response again. Yeah, nobody's even hearing it on top of the pyramid. Michael did Jamaica disappear again. My circle got some disappear again. Yeah. Saying to myself, y'all better not come to my studio with that fake shit. Y'all better not come to my funeral with that fake shit. Y'all better all realizing there's nothing that y'all can do with me.
1: All I ever ask is keep it 8 more than 92 women What I was before, I, was, I said when I met Drake, I'm going to ask him, why was it 8 more than 92 instead of like 7 more than 93 or oh, like okay. 6 more than 94? So that's the first thing I'm going to ask him when I see him. He's probably going to be like, huh? But oh, my. <laughs> but I just want to talk, if you could just elaborate, if you if you can a little bit more on like, um, it seems like almost, is it a new wave of rappers singing and rap? Like, did Drake get that idea? He's one of the only people, I'm not extremely versed on rap, but like, he's one of the few people I know that do it. Don't fix your
2: face. I'm just saying. <laughs>
1: so just elaborate that. I'm a huge Drake fan, if you can't tell. Right. But um, just elaborate on that a little bit more for me.
2: I can maybe see how Drake possibly influenced that maybe mm-hmm. more like rap, maybe maybe just like that rappers can sing and rap in the same. But the sing rapping, I personally would think that's more like, I think Young Thug, Lil Uzi type. Okay. That was the start of that wave. Because like after, honestly, after you got Young Thug and then after Young Thug came out, was, I, I'm pretty sure there are people in between. But, you know, for me, it was like after Young Thug came out with that kind of rapping, it was mm-hmm. like Lil Uzi after Lil, Lil Uzi, kind of like everyone started doing that. Okay. Now we got like, uh like Lil Yachty and uh, Young Boy, NBA Young Boy, mm-hmm. and uh, all these people, right? Yeah, but definitely the younger generation is more like a sing, singing rap, singing rap. That's what's in right now. Just throw some auto tune on it. Anybody can sing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forget
0: about T Pain. He's okay.
2: He. Oh, T Pain did do that, huh? But T Pain yeah. was really singing, wasn't he, he? actually know how to sing, and that's why he sounds sound so. So good, you know, because he actually mm-hmm. do doing it. But, like, I'm telling you, I've been in the studio with dudes, and they just throw some reverb, throw some auto-tune, get up close to the mic, and go... And they sound like Juice World. When you play that bitch, it sound like Juice World. <laughs> uh, and i be in the studio like... What? Like, why can't I sound like that? I'm here articulating my words and shit. Fuck, man. You in here just, high as fuck, man. man, man. <laughs> <laughs> dang, I can't be like, dang. So, that's definitely the, the new wave of music, because they, that's, I, I don't know how they, auto-tune. Auto-tune is the savior, man.
1: I'm gonna start auto-tuning my stuff. That's a, that, you can't do that, though, right? I, I mean, listen. I'm gonna take down one. I'm gonna run it through Garage and I'll put some
2: fall
1: on it. I'm gonna sound so good. was a new viola, right? I was <laughs> gonna start going up and down with some notes.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think I mean honestly, I know this dude. That I made a couple songs with, and like, I mean, he's my friend. But like, I one time I was on the phone with my friend. I was on the phone on the Facetime. We were in studio, we not finished. Nah, recording. you started with, I mean, he my friend. I, this must be. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I finished recording my versions. Like, oh, that's hot. I'm starting recording, like, my background, whatever background vocals. And, like, I'm on a FaceTime, my friend, thank God I had on headphones. Because he's in the background, he's going like, nah, nah, Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And my friends like, oh my goodness, what the fuck is going on? What are you doing? Like, who are you in the studio? With? You know, like she she going crazy. And I'm like, shy stop! Like, I'm right behind him. You know, like, trying not to make no faces in the studio. He's serious And, like, you know. And <laughs> but it comes out like, if you got a good enough engineer, those little moans and groans, I swear that's what they be. They sound amazing. They're just like it sounds <clears throat> like you was standing. A good good back from the mic and you was actually talking like how I'm talking, you know, like into the mic and they can really hear you. And you really was just in there like it amazes me. It amazes me. I think that's like what I'm envious about most of these artists right now, that they could do that, you know, because I can't do that. My just like how I've brought up in music just will allow me to do that. Mm -hmm. I just cannot. I'd be like, what am I doing with my stuff? Like I did not just spend the last twelve years of my life learning music theory and how the notes and chords work to just throw it all out the window. I just you're right.
1: <laughs> it's difficult. It's really difficult. Man, see people should have been paying attention to general music. They were trying to teach you do-re-me. You was in the back <laughs> fooling around.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, you could have used that. See people right, never know it. now yeah, you wanna yeah. be a rapper. You could have used right, your yeah. little Glockenspiel uh orf instrument
2: to help right, you right, right. Now you're
1: looking dumb. That's funny. <laughs> 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 so yeah, what no. do you? Oh, go oh. ahead,
0: Lenny. No, no, no. no I was just gonna say, yeah. I was telling, um, I was telling Katie that I think it was B Smoke that like, he taught music theory at Englewood High. Mm. I had no idea. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He
2: did, and uh, I think you know it's really funny and it's really crazy. Like I didn't know, and I'm not gonna say I know him, but um, like his his aunt passed away. That like just passed away. Is my aunt's best friend. So like I was actually in New Orleans when the funeral was happening, so I couldn't go. But apparently, like my mom had had just met him at the funeral, him and his brother. Um, you know, sir. I think was single with Sir, that's his brother. They had met them, she had no idea who they were. You know, like we were at a funeral, they were at a funeral, they were grieving someone's death, you know. And like, next thing you know, she sees him on Netflix. <laughs> She's like no way, I just met them, like, at a funeral. Like, their aunt just passed or whatever, you know, you know, like, they're family friends. Like, that's her aunt Marshall's, like, best friend, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, wow, that's crazy. L.A.'s a small city. <laughs> very small city. But, yeah, like, he, he's very musically inclined. I think that's why he's making it so big. But so good. Did you – I don't know, did you guys watch the series?
0: No, I didn't.
2: His last show, I mean, like, his last performance – um he killed it he played he plays piano and everything he literally played piano on live stage and sang at the same time and then rapped on top of it like he did a a beautiful piece called like the last supper or something like that you know and it was like the I think the last challenge was to like put on a live performance that's like would be on the Grammys you know like or something like that and he did it. I mean, he, could, he played the piano and it was him. They showed his fingers. They showed his face with his fingers to make sure you know that it was him, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, he's talented. He's very talented. Yeah. Um,
0: okay, so can you take us into the studio with you? Like, what does it take to make the track? Or you can even start before that, like when you're like, I don't know, conceptualizing a song and like take us through the process of like how you do that.
2: Uh, so, I mean, honestly, it, songs just come to me when they come to me. Like, I'll just like buy a bulk of beats, you know, and I'll be like, oh, all right, you know, i'll have extra time, so I'll just sit down and try to write a song. Or sometimes I'll be walking around the house and like a hook will come to me, and I'll just write it down. And then like I'll buy a beat or something, and I'll get a pack of beats, and I'll just be going. To wait, them wait,
1: wait, wait! Ooh. A pack of beats, like you saying it like it's a freaking, it's some root beer, like a pack. Of- <laughs> from who
2: <hoops? laughs> do like you buy piece. the beats from, like? Like, I'll like buy, like, a beat pack, like, a beat pack, so it depends on, like, who you get it from, but, like, I send you like, a pack of, like, three beats, or, like, two beats, or some, like, some people who are, like, not, like, more established pro- producers, they give you, like, a beat pack of, like, 20 beats in it for, like, 14 bucks, you oh, know, sure. but I, I get someone, I get, I pay, the most I pay is, like, 150 for a pack of, like, three beats, but um, when I first started, I was getting uh six or seven beats a week for like a hundred bucks a week for like a month. So I got a good amount of beats. Um,
1: six or seven. You know, let me not 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 with my forty dollar rosin. Let me just shut up.
2: Hold <laughs> <a moment.
1: laughs> yeah
0: right okay. they're gonna be like you paying forty dollars for tree staff it's a tree right
2: there right, right.
1: <laughs> paying, uh you paying hundred dollars for some for some a yarn on your strings right
2: <laughs> like... oh, no, I I think about it myself, like I could be making these beats myself, but I see that beat so much I'm like I've been doing too much to be making beats and rapping mm-hmm. too much uh so yeah, like I'll just I'll get the beat. I'll play it. something comes to me something come to me not nah, not. Nah, Sometimes I'll be in the mood for it, taking a couple of days, but when I'm writing a song, I'll, I'll be on that all day. It's what I'll be doing. I'll write the song, I'll finish it. And then, uh, yeah, I go to the studio and I basically just like kind of warm up, go through it a couple times, <clears throat> see how I flow it, how I intend it, flow it different ways, see how it sounds. And yeah, just lay some ad- lay it down, get the right take, lay some ad that's over it, bounce it, <laughs> you know? Uh, sometimes I take friends with me, but I think I work best kind of by myself, just being the engineer, because, um, I mean, it's always good to have people to hype you, but I just feel like I personally, like, I work best with the engineer, because um, I know how I want the song to sound, mm-hmm. you know, like, I have it already sounding in my head, I have it already all planned out, and I just need, like, to focus, and with other people, I'm easily distracted, so that's mm-hmm. just
1: so the engineer is the one do they give you like a floppy disk? You hear me uh floppy
2: disk, Katie? No, you bring your own USB, um, or they email it to you. Okay. Email. Floppy disk.
1: All right. I don't know why I said that. That's I was trying to get my point across because I couldn't think of the USB. Huh?
0: I said you and me both. I also don't know what you said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying, I could not, I, I was blanking on USB. So I was like, you know what? If I say Poppy this I'm gonna get a little bit of a reaction, but you're gonna know what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, all right. And here we right. are.
1: Then Alex said USB, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not sitting here being like, uh do they uh do they uh uh yeah,
2: really <laughs> or or like um more like a we transfer, something like Google Google Drive okay we'll drive, drop it that way it's, it's easier because a lot of people well actually if you're serious about it you have a hard drive so um if you're serious you, you'll bring your hard drive with you and you have mm-hmm. all your stuff there and you put it on your hard drive um yeah and then like back it up into your computer and stuff like that just so that you make sure that you have it mm-hmm.
0: so you don't have to help me out because like when you like what are they doing like the engineer like i like are you giving yeah. them notes? Like,
1: things. like
2: things? What are the like? I'm no, like what can you do? <laughs> so, so basically, their 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 job is to just record you. So, like, it's really I'm learning because I've only been doing this kind of like semi seriously, kind of seriously for about a year. Not even I dropped my first song like in October or November, so it really hasn't even been a year since I've really been doing it. So, I've noticed, like. like a lot of engineers, with their job is to just record you, and that's pretty much what they're going to do is just record you because that's what their job is. So all they do is, like, all right, you start, you take your take, you record you, they stop it, you know, or you tell them to stop, they'll stop it. And then what they do there is uh, they chop it and clean it up. And there are some rec- engineers that are extremely good at that, and those are the engineers I love. <laughs> and there are engineers that are really slow, and they take my time, and they waste my time, and it's like, I'm already paying you. I'm paying you to have known how to do this because I've been around engineers that could do things in 30 seconds and then ones that take like a minute and a half. That's a minute and a half of my studio time that you're taking, you know? So, um, uh, yeah, they like got to cut it and then like basically make it kind of sound good and give you a rough mix of it as you leave. So they got, you know, they got a pretty good job and, and it looks really hard to do, but because they're t- typing a lot of numbers and letters and like code and stuff, you know, they got to like press the space bar and command this to cut it and erase it and all that stuff so it looks pretty complicated i'm not good with computers um but a good engineer will like even tell you like hey bottom maybe if you try this like you know if you get to know the engineer more the more you work with that engineer if you keep going to the same one they kind of see your style they kind of if you they fucking with you they're cool with their music They, they think you're you know vibing you they'll give you um how they, you know, give you suggestions, you know. A lot of times I ask for it because, like, if if I'm if I'm iffy about something, I'll be like, how do do you think this sounds? And you can kind of tell what their vibe is by the way they react to something like that, you know. Mm -hmm. But their job really is just to record you. The more you uh, grow a relationship with an engineer, the better, because then they'll want to help you just as much as, you know, you want to help you and things like that. But engineering is hard. Respect to every engineer because that stuff looks hard.
1: Wait, so if they're just recording you, what's all the little things? Like if they just so, pressing
2: Okay, so like okay, they're they're just recording every take, but they have to like so let's say you, you have uh you have a uh I don't know what they're called, but like you have a row for your main main verse, then you have a row for the chorus, then you have a row for the verse two, then you have a row for, you know, the ad libs, you know, or if you mm-hmm. So it'll be like the first verse you record on this one and the second verse you record on a different line. So then they'll keep going straight, but it's so that you can cut it and chop it and all this thing. So they have to align that, you know, let's say some people like me, sometimes when I'm being lazy, I'll just do the hook one time and I'll be like, all right, cut that, copy and paste it, put it in the middle, put it where the hook should be. So they gotta know how to align that stuff up, put it, you know, where the hook should be, put all the rest of the slides where they should be, line them up together, make sure it's on beat. You know, a lot of a lot of times beats don't come with a tempo, so an engineer has to figure out the tempo before we even start. Figure out the tempo of the beat, you know. So they gotta do a lot. <laughs> yeah, and you want to say do- that
0: sound like us, oh, like who do until that part? Because like the different lines and stuff, that's the same thing when we record, like the show. Mm-hmm. We'll have like one line for Katie's audio, one for mine, one yeah. for our intro, for insert music like that. Um, mm. But that's about oh that lines up
1: <laughs> wait so yeah. wait hold up let's i'm talking about somebody who i i move kind of slow you really want people to like put a whole song together in 30 seconds you gotta ch- ch-
2: ch- in 30 no, seconds? no 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 not the whole song 30 seconds but like let's say let's say i'm recording so like i record a verse right and then um uh i record another verse or like i record a verse and then i do another take of that right and then um, I'm just like, oh, I like this and that take, but I want this and that take. Yes, I expect you to be able to, okay, tip, type, 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 it's finished. Like, oh, you want this to sound and you sound like that? Yes, because that's, that's how, when I, like, that's how engineers could do it. You know, they, they it, you cut out that one part, you paste it there, you got to, like, I guess, I mean, I've only seen it, I don't know what they're doing, but I guess you, like, darken out the static so that you can kind of feed it into it. And I've seen a guy do all that stuff in under 30 seconds if I tell him to do it. So like if I'm like, oh, I want this like this and like this like this, he's just like, oh, like this. He does it. No, like this. Oh, yeah, like that. You know, he just he just does it quick on the dime. And it's like a lot of audio engineers, well, the ones that work in like real studios at least, they went to school for these things. So, they went to school to do this. Oh, right, right. You know, audio engineering is like a, a two-year degree or like two-year like cert- certification thing that you can get. So um if you went to school for it and you're working at a studio where I'm paying a hundred dollars an hour I expect you to do these things yeah know? for sure
1: okay
2: <laughs> I could get it if I was like in my friend's garage and like I'm not paying you anything yeah I can't expect much but if I'm paying <laughs>
0: you, <laughs> you know no that reminds me of that one thing we did and it wasn't an audition it was not even something that we were getting paid for but um I remember this one. Th- I just really did not want to record all this stuff, and all the songs had a repeat in it. And I said, "You know what? I'm gonna just copy and paste my audio. I'm gonna record this one time. And copy <laughs> and paste my audio on the repeat because I was recording the audio only." And I was like, "You know what? Because y'all didn't pay for y'all didn't pay for a repeat.
2: Y'all pay for <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go.
1: Wait. So all that stuff when it's like, okay, Alice, you do it like this. Who is that person then?" And you know how you'll see somebody, like, you'll see, like, whatever. You'll see, like, back behind-the-scenes clips of, like, Cardi B on Love and Hip-Hop. And they'll be like, oh, hey, Cardi, Okay, Cardi, can you do it like this, this time? Like, if the well, audio engineer is not supposed to, like, it's only yeah. supposed to
2: record. An engineer can do that, but yeah. most of the time people doing that, I would say maybe are, like, managers or okay. friends. And those are for the people who... Who... Oh... I mean, okay, I'm not going to say any names, but I was doing that for a friend of mine for a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. And he, uh, I would write songs for him. And, like, I was kind of, like, trying to manage him a little bit and get him in the studio. And, um, like, he, I, I would write the songs, so I'm telling him how they should go. So mm-hmm. it's like, all right, no, don't do it like that, do it like this. Oh, no, do like they do it like this, you know? Because it's like, I know how the songs should go, and, I'm kind of coaching you into that. Or oh, even he'd make a song. He'd be like, oh, how's this sound? Oh, no, like that. Try and do it like this. You know, you just got someone else in there with you that's helping you with the songs, you know, because I'm not going to say because they're incapable, but, you know, like it mm-hmm. sometimes two heads are better than one. A lot of times mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like
0: when you play for somebody after studio class, you're like, how does it sound? You know? When you yeah. Like when you play for somebody after studio class, I'd be like, can I play this for you?
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> studio, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um,
1: okay, so I think it's our last one, right, Delaney? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about people thinking classical music is a high art form and also like how like rap isn't real music? Like how, what do you, what would you say? What do you think about that sentiment or that idea rather? And, and have you heard that, what, everything about that?
2: Mm, yes, I definitely have heard that classical music is more high. Uh, I just think it's not taught. That's the problem with that. People like, it's just not, not that it's not taught, but like people, it's just not what people are super interested in right now. So, you know, if it catches your interest, you kind of got to dig into that and get into it. But with rap being, not being a real fan of music, uh, I can see where people get that impression um, because it's just a different type of music than we've ever seen before as humans you know like mm-hmm. humans have never used like done that before so it's completely different and it's like uh, it's like jazz you know at first with jazz was new people didn't accept people are still just now accepting jazz is like a real high form of art and like uh, you know but before when it first come out, it was literally like really so bad. You couldn't you couldn't even be you couldn't play jazz like a regular bar. You had to go like to a speakeasy or some shit and like listen to jazz. So it wasn't it wasn't considered a high art form at all. It was considered like not good. So I feel the same with rap. People just don't understand it right now. It's just a new way that people are expressing themselves and um you, no one has the right to just like say, Oh, that's a bad art form, you know, because mm-hmm free jazz was really bad but it's still going on
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah classical music is I would say inaccessible like when people like don't right, that's what I was that's what I'm trying to say yeah inaccessible like that's inaccessible, why yeah. people want to say that it's high artists like no y'all just don't it's never been marketed towards black people brown exactly. people exactly yeah right,
2: right and then when it is it's like it's expensive. Like, it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. I think, I thank God for YOLA. Because if it weren't for YOLA, I would have never, never. Like, maybe, maybe I would have done something in school, but the schools in LA, the, the music programs, like, actually in LA, like in a regular public high school, is not, the, not it unless you're taking <laughs> <laughs> lessons elsewhere. So, and and once you, I feel like once people get, like, once you get into classical music, especially when you're older, I mean, I was young and I appreciate it. But now, especially as you're older, just to be able to get away in the middle of a busy day in LA and find some peace because I'm listening to Beethoven, like, what? People would, <laughs> if they just understood that or took the time to try and mature themselves to understand that, they would appreciate it. But like she said, it's, it's just, it's... um what, what was the word you used? I forgot. Inaccessible. Inaccessible. I was going to say inapproachable. But I forgot. <laughs> Inaccessible.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I think I certainly think I like comparing genres, especially since I'm so inundated with classical music. Like it's mm-hmm. been a, it's a huge part of my life. Like I love seeing parallels. And like, that's why like when I listen to rap, like I definitely listen with my classical music ears because like that's just this, this what it is. Right. So I like I feel like there should I mean, there probably is, but I would love to see, like, the the culture shift a little bit where it's, like, rap techniques are taught, like, in classical music curriculum, because that, that would be lit, like, like, I'm telling you, I always cape for takeoff, because I think he's one of the best rappers of our time, now, listen, you ain't gotta believe that, Alex, you can fix your face, but, um, I just think, like, his rhythms are just so innovative, you know, I think mm-hmm. that's, and 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 maybe, like, what he raps about, maybe not, you know, said, you know what is takeoff rapping about you know right. but like um i think my main allure to him is that his his rhythms are so uh complex in a way that i in other and maybe not like complex with like you know 60 notes and a sixteenth rest and right. 30 right. second rest maybe not in that way but like if you were to compare him to another mainstream artist you don't really see those same things in my opinion so right. that's why I, i'd be so enamored with take like I'd be like, wait, well, shh, take off a song. I gotta listen to like, kids. you know? So I would love to see, like, rap more respected. In the same way, I, I would also like to see gospel music more respected. You know? Right, because right, of course. These aren't add-ons. These are, like, you know... And also talking about it, I said in classical music curriculum, but also these are from standalone, you know, mm-hmm. and, they, and, and, and respected as such, because, like, okay. they are... We talked about breath control and, and it's rap, but it's not real music. The same yeah. breath control you need to play... Like, what are we talking about? You know what I'm
2: saying? Right, right, right. Uh, I agree with that completely, but I feel like, and I mean... Yeah, I, we're
1: on the same page with Takeoff? That's great. Yeah, I, no, that.
2: no, I don't really listen to Takeoff that much. I heard that one song, uh, the Clyde and Bonnie. Bonnie and Clyde. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Song. I, Wait, are you it, talking about... If it was off, if you're, talking, you're talking about Takeoff, like Migos? Like, mm-hmm. Takeoff? Yeah, like, we got that one song, but... Yeah. Yeah,
1: I was making sure you weren't talking about the baby because he just released like a and Clyde, Bonnie and Clyde yeah, type.
2: Where, he, where he's like, take off and get the money. I can remember right Yeah,
1: and- that's my yeah. guy. Yeah, but uh, innovator. So,
2: but what I was gonna say is like, with the rap, I would love to see it more respected, most definitely, but I feel like. And this is probably interesting for me to say, and maybe I'm not saying it the right way, but I would not like to see it implemented in schools and being taught because I think it would take away from the genuinity of it, if that's even a word, because I feel like the jazz died so hard because they put it in schools and they started making it inaccessible like you said and then you started making it way more inaccessible like instead of jazz being about your feelings and like you wanting to get out there and just playing what you what you're feeling even though yes it is like that it's lost in like trying to get all the technicality shit together mm-hmm. and I feel like if if you broke down rap and stuff like that down to technical things to where you could put it into a class and teach people these ways it would just take away from what it truly is so mm-hmm. I feel like that way about like things like that and um I feel like even maybe gospel too, like they teach it fine the way they teach it. You know, I wish it was more appreciated and respected, but I do feel like if they put it into schools, it would just culture vultures, that's all I'm gonna say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So how how would one how would you like to because I'm academia is like kind of where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm, And I'm like mm -hmm. being a technician is where that's where my mind is, you know. So how would how would you how would one learn more about rap in a way that it can be appreciated I mean and like I know like it's not fair to be like okay people will appreciate rap more if it if it's in an acad- academic uh, oh. space like that's not fair right because
2: well, not... I really wasn't taking that from what you were saying sure um I I feel like if it's gonna be you know like how to break it down to someone that they can appreciate it. I feel like if they're going to appreciate it, they're going to appreciate it the way it is, you know, like you can break it down only so much, but once you're breaking it down to where you're taking away from it, to explain it to someone, you're going to break it down so little to take take away from how big it is. Then at that point, you don't need to appreciate it. Mm -hmm. That's just how I feel. Um, I just, I don't know, like, it's really hard to break down rap because it goes, you can be rapping about sunflowers and valleys and be rapping about dying and committing suicide and rapping about like doing so many different things. And it's just really hard to break it down into like mm-hmm. smaller things. Cause it's just so big, so much. Yeah.
0: And it's such a new like art form. Like some of the pioneers mm-hmm. of
2: rap are still alive. Like mm-hmm, and not that. even that old. No, exact, mm-hmm, like, exactly. Exactly. Like hip hop alone the pioneers of hip hop alone like this this happened in the 80s mm-hmm. yeah you know, that was like it's 40 years ago yeah. <laughs> not that long you know so it's yeah. like and it's definitely it's going to take a long time for it to be like up there respected but i feel like it is pretty respected as it is now mm-hmm. you know like there's plenty of award shows you see that it's like the it's it is a hot commodity in terms of like making money and how our economy works it works for our economy so i think it's like maybe people don't respect it as an art form but it's definitely respected you know for however they perceive it
0: yeah i feel like my main problem is people treating like hip-hop and rap as if it is like the antithesis of classical music. Like they're on yeah. two of sides of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And like, you don't need to degrade like one art form for the sake of another when in reality a huge amount of artistry that goes into creating yeah. hip hop. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something especially in classical music that people don't want to acknowledge for whatever reason. When it's like, you can be influenced by the artistry mm-hmm. that so many uh, rappers have put into their music.
2: Mm-hmm. It, I mean, definitely, definitely, I definitely agree with that, like, definitely, people just to, need to be a little more open-minded, I feel, because mm-hmm. um, I do know a lot of people that, I mean, honestly, I don't, like, uh, when I tell people that I used to play classical music, they think that's really cool, actually, because people don't, I mean, you don't hear that, as far as I'm, I'm black, I'm a female, I'm gay, and I'm a rapper, you would never think that I played classical trumpet all my life, mm-hmm. I don't- you would never think that, like, it, and it's just a, sh- a shock to people that, and I actually love it. I'm actually passionate about it, and I can talk to you about it for like hours, and you know, it'd be a nice conversation. So I think people think that that's kind of cool, and mm-hmm. at least that I've hung out with, and they don't really like, oh, that's lame, or oh, that's not because yeah. it's. I think people recognize, at least the people I hang out with and the crowd that I've been around. Like, I'm telling you, the like, small little pool of like influences I've been around kind of feel like that's cool because not many people have that type of passion. You know, a lot of people's passion like that is really just about like getting money or getting ahead or you know, doing something for themselves, so selfish. But having such a passion for something like that, that's like a selfish, selfish passion, if you think about it, Classic Music, classical music. It's so selfless because it's just about every instrument and not just about one. You know, it's everything together
1: combined. Yeah, I, I definitely think, I mean, classical music is so close off. I feel like a lot of the elitism of classical music, well, one, one portion of the elitism about classical music is people know so much about it. So it's like, it, people find pleasure in being like, oh, you know that recording that was in this hall at this date. da 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 da, da. Um, But I definitely find the other way being way more open. It's also, it's always like when I'm interacting, you know, with my fellow... My fellow Black people, you know, what I'm saying I gotta be like, oh, what's that, ma? Oh, you play an instrument? Oh, that's what's up, you oh, know? Yeah. But
2: no, oh God, in heaven,
1: it's <laughs> always, it's, it's always like, oh, you, what's a viola? Oh, that's like the violin. Oh, you play a violin? Like it's always like that. It's always, always
2: like, oh God, like I feel like the fact that I don't just be like, oh, I'm a rapper and I'm trying to rap. I feel like people would look at me way different. The fact that I did grow up actually playing music like you know it's it, not mm-hmm. gonna say it's impressive but people are ha- it seems like people are happy for me because I did that you know for myself because mm-hmm. it's not a lot of people can't do that you know and, and and the other the other way around yeah it's just more like yeah exactly what you said I, I agree with you exactly what you said
1: yeah because like, the other way it's like oh okay you sing at your church oh okay that's, that's good, like you know, and it's never like it's never reciprocated. It's always like at church, like play your thing, baby. It's always good enough, but the opposite it's like, okay, that's cool. Oh, okay, so they told me like, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh, that's good, all right, cool. yeah, don't even give me no good for you or nothing, like that. right. But it's all the opposite is always like, oh, that's cool, Ma, you play it, okay, that's what's up, you know,
2: exactly,
1: whatever. Hopefully, I mean, the casket music. There's a lot of Black people working on classical music. Like, classical music would never be the same. But it's, like, people are going to be shook, you know, because we're trying to just change that. I mean, classical Black is one of the ways people – we're trying to just
2: – I think it's great. This whole thing is great. Like, I've been supporting it since it came out, you know. Like, I, I think it's a great idea, and I'm so happy for you guys. Happy for you that this is a thing because this is great. Like, didn't you guys just do something with the L.A. field? That's just so great. That's, congratulations to you guys. That's amazing. I think this is great. It's a great – it's great I think it's great we definitely (laughs) need this you know because there are black people in this classical industry and Mm. trying to make it and you know everyone needs to feel like they fit in somewhere and we definitely fit in everywhere because we're everywhere and you just got to make that community
1: (laughs) (laughs) well oh what were
0: you gonna say go ahead oh no go ahead
1: I was going to say it was good. It was great talking to thank you for coming on our little program. You know, we just be we just be out here. Can you, yeah. can you tell people where we can find you?
2: Um, all right. Well, I'm mainly on Instagram. The bad daddy, Alex, that's B-A-D-D-A-D-D-Y Alex. <laughs> Come on, bad daddy Alex. Um, bad, daddy, bad daddy there. That's my rap name. You know, <laughs> gotta be all in or all out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, by the else on Instagram, uh, Alex Garcia on Facebook or anything like that, but mainly Instagram, Facebook for all people. You heard it here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we can link, like, your, your socials and your, you have a, a SoundCloud, right?
2: Right, I have SoundCloud, Spotify, coming on Apple Music, anything, Tidal, yeah. Amazon. Tidal! Oh, you out here, out here! Uh, t- title. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Oh, you up
1: there with Beyonce? We don't hear any of Beyonce's music. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
1: didn't know you was one of them. Okay, period. We'll put the we'll put the title link down and the and yeah, the people you got invest there.
2: yourself. That's all I gotta say. Invest in yourself. Period. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, well, thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. I had a great time. It was great chatting. Thank you. All right. We are
1: moving on. Alright y'all, it's time for our Black Excellence where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. This week I'm talking about Quenelle Gaskin. Mr. Gaskin is a pianist, composer, arranger, teacher, and producer who is passionate about sharing the gift of music. He has over 23 years of experience as a musician. He's released several projects over the past 10 years of being a professional musician. This, these include his Hem CD project on Hammond, organ, prayer and healing CD on piano and cut a rug an instrumental praise CD. Okay. Got the church bumping or falling Ooh. out. Cornell has, had the opportunity to work with and accompany recording artists such as alright brace yourselves Diane McClurkin Fred Hepbert, David and Tamala Man oh my god have you seen Tamala Man recently mm oh actually wasn't she no she snatched honey like she looks really really good and like there's a thing she looks really healthy did she come um, on the live she was Yeah she g- I was about to say <laughs> mm-hmm. She posted a picture the other day I said girl period Um, Myron Williams Jonathan Nelson Judith McAllister Cece Winings Janita Bayam Rev. Timothy Wright why, why Kelly you,
0: why, Pro- why you put that one in there
1: <laughs> Oh <clears throat> T.D. Jakes. Bishop be dressing sharp, though. Like, mm-hmm. he's such an inspiration. Marvin Sapp, the Dallas Symphony Orchestra, um, and Nesby, and many more. In 2017, he released his online piano course called Stay the Course to assist in the growth of beginner to advanced musicians that are interested in improving their skill set on the piano. So, shout out to you, Cornell, uh, and thank you for all you do to contribute. And whatever. Period. Got a piece
0: of the week, all right, y'all. So, this uh piece of the week is for the Woodwind girls. Don't say we never
1: gave y'all nothing exactly because they really be like, Yeah, Is it really That's classical music? Like- yep. <laughs> Get y'all juice.
0: Here it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but this piece of the week is also a suggestion. So, side note don't forget to send your piece of the week suggestions, um, if you have them to us at classicallyblackpodcast at com or via social media. Um,
1: yeah, but this people piece would know to send them if you weren't trolling me every week after No, the They
0: would know because they have sent them in the past. So,
1: and more people would know. Well, so... Yeah. they would. So, well, yeah. I well, think they would well, be I, cl- I disagree. So. Yeah, but I feel like Yeah, would but cl- I but but
0: but but <laughs> <laughs> Childish. Oh
1: um, just childish. <laughs> first of all, we
0: not even set the piece yet. Um the piece is called A Haitian Tale. Um it's for wind quintet. Um and it's by Lena Mathon Blanchet. This is what I'm going to guess it's the the pronunciation please forgive me if I got your uh, name wrong um, but yeah it's for women content it's cute um, maybe Jasmine can play it shout out to Jasmine being Haitian and a woman
1: excited to go camping with you right now it's on on the air so now you have to go
2: so
0: right Jasmine says she not uh, we were talking about camping and she didn't want to be in a tent just because she said she don't want to she want to sleep outside I said you're not sleeping outside you're sleeping in a tent The tent is outside in, in the same way, in the same Delaney. exact way that Do not you sleep in your house, and your house is outside.
1: That is not the same. <laughs> like no, and that is, is not that a exactly thing. the
0: same thing. Of course, it's not exactly the same thing. But not, you're still not inside of a thing. You're not just
1: you are barely inside of a thing when you entertain.
0: Yeah, what kind are, of sense is
1: this level of sense?
0: It's not like you
1: you just yeah like, the, like there's leather there's a cloth, leather leathers layers to to clothing like you are basically in a t-shirt it's like the understand. difference
0: uh it's like the difference between being in a house and like a, a reinforced like bunker you know what i mean like you're just more exposed in one of them so it's like levels like if you're in a thing with like like 12 inches of steel on all the walls like that's just more and then you're less in a house and then less in a tent still not outside the tent is
1: outside Delaney a tent is a glorified poncho poncho sis a poncho Mm -hmm. with no
0: head that only covers your upper body
1: I said glorified alright I did okay I didn't say glorified
0: I'm not arguing that you said glorified
1: oh okay we're on the same page
0: Same page, number different books.
1: Well, same page, so
0: okay.
1: The same book. I mean, I'm in a, I'm in a novel. You're in a pamphlet, but it's fine. That's fine. Okay. Got to start somewhere. Yeah. I want to go. Thank you so much for listening to Classically Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classically Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black accent suggestion, or an, an intermission suggestion you are a child send it to the podcast at gmail.com and we'll talk to you next week goodbye bye y'all